Hey everyone, this is Danny, and you're listening to Imagine Me, the podcast that helps you show up as your best self. And joining me, as always, my co-host, Mr. Don Finkley Jr. I feel like there should be like a damn at the end of that. I know. Like, it just, just ends abruptly. Yeah, it's like it's, it's a letdown. It's not a very good sound. <laughs> <laughs> Well, as always, let's jump into the business. Um, follow Imagine Me on all of our social media platforms on Facebook, Imagine Me Worthy.422. 422 is actually our anniversary, April 2022. I think it's April 4th, I believe. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Yep. Yep. <laughs> on Insta, we are just Imagine Me Worthy. Not just Imagine, that is so Imagine awesome. Me Worthy. So it'll be a year. No, we we reached our year. Oh, we're going on two years. Yeah. Fantastic. Look I at know. you. That's I fantastic. Know, right? <laughs> Thanks. Thank y'all for hanging in that long. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of hanging in there, if you love Imagine Me and all things Imagine Me, please share with your friends and family. Um, ask them to follow and subscribe and to share our content as well. You can check out our website at imaginemeworthy.me to get all of your favorite logo merch. Buy anything from our Makita line. We have accessories. We have clothing. Check me out. My, my author spotlight, Danielle Finkley on Amazon. You can buy any of our journals from our journal newbie series. In addition, if you would like to be interviewed on Imagine Me, and you believe that you have a story that can inspire our listeners. Did you know, babe, we got listeners all the way in Belgium? Yeah, it's pretty crazy. I know. We are international, y'all. I saw the other day we have two in Australia. Internationally known. Yes. <laughs> Thank you to the land down under, to the two listeners out there. And yeah. to our, we still have our Moscow listener. Nice. So, hey, they're hanging in there. And mm -hmm. again, share with your friends. There's so much to be gained to this. We, our goal by this time in 2024, we would like to have a thumbnail. Yeah. For any of these major platforms, Spotify, Apple, Google, Audible, we talking about you. Give us a thumbnail. <laughs> <laughs> that happens only when you all subscribe, review, and share our content. Yeah. We appreciate you all so much. And those listens count, but your subscriptions count as well. Yeah, for sure. And everyone that ha is listening, everyone that has left a review, mm -hmm. um, whether it's on Spotify or on uh, Apple Podcasts, thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, we do read those and we appreciate them. Yes, we do. Babe, drop your 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 info for hashtag gamers. <laughs> hashtag gamers.com. That's my business. Um, one of my three businesses. Eventually I'll tell y'all about the other two. <laughs> um, um, I am very busy. But uh you can follow hashtag gamers on uh hash underscore tag underscore gamers on Instagram, hashtag gamers LLC on TikTok, hashtag gamers LLC on Facebook, and hashtag gamers LLC on Twitter twitch uh eventually my youngest jada our 13 year old will be doing a podcast with me on hashtag gamers and i'm, I'm really excited about that it's just time y'all time. time so so pray for me yeah. <laughs> pray. I pray all the time. <laughs> oh man i know i know jada is she, she's really excited and wants to get the podcast started you know uh dad just needs to get up off his butt and we need to do it so <laughs> so we are talking about something that i think is kind of like 
been sitting with me because I, I, I deal with this a lot and I also don't like to deal with it. Mm, okay. Today we're talking about, do you cross the line between being assertive and aggressive? Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Did I know there was even a difference that you don't have to be aggressive? <laughs> I mean, yep. gosh. Yep. COVID has done a number on like, yep. just being locked away yeah. for that little bit of time. I know yeah. it seemed like forever when we were going through it, but yeah. people Jimmy, seem Christmas. coming out of that, people seem more aggressive. Like we have this like pent up energy. Yeah. You know, and we're expelling it in the wrong way. <laughs> the wrong way. Like, I, I just, I, I. People acting fools on airplanes all of a sudden. Yeah. <laughs> What is going on? Yeah, it's, it's, it's getting wild out there. It is. And I think our society has a tendency to actually reward aggressive behavior. Mm, yeah, with likes. With likes. <laughs> and it's really easy to see because even if we take a look at some of the most powerful and successful people in our country, they have some really aggressive behaviors about mm. them. Like they're, they're yeah. just how they are yeah. as people. Yeah, one in particular who shall remain nameless has a huge following. There's lots of aggressive people who have huge followings, <laughs> yeah. and I just don't understand. Like, we've had the wave of, like, the alpha male wave. We've mm. had, you know, um, we have so many reality TV shows right. that highlight, like, fighting it. Like, Girls Gone, what is it, the Bad Girls Club, and there's another yeah. one I saw the other yeah. day that's like Bad Girls, but it's got a different name, but it's the same crap. Where it's like, we, we like this this ratchetness and this this violence and this aggressiveness, and yeah. Yeah. And I, 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 I'm, it's saddening almost. Yeah, it really is. But I want y'all to notice aggressiveness has a cost. Absolutely. And take this from someone who I, I find myself because I, you know, I, I, you know, I love the recovery community because there's so many things you can recover from. And as I say this, I recognize that I am a recovering, like aggressive, like anger having person. <laughs> I was going to say I'm a recovering aggressor. Aggressor, I might. I think that, you might as well put that on there too. I've aggressed at people. If you if you oh out there man. listening to me now, you probably got your lips all turned up because you're like, mm. Shh, I remember mm. an, an instance I had with Danny or Danielle, who whenever you met me, whoever I told you I was in that moment, mm. uh, we might have had an interaction that was very anger filled, yeah. and it has a cost, my friends. Yeah, physically, Certainly. it has a cost as well. Number one. You always gotta watch your back. Uh, yeah, you got. You, you got, you got <laughs> are we are we talking about like the, the Tupac? You always gotta worry about the you payback. Always gotta worry about the comeback. Man. Always gotta worry about the payback. Yeah, you pissing yeah. people off. Yeah. You got a target on your back. Yep. Please believe. Okay. <laughs> yep. You gotta be Don't careful. Don't fool yourself. Yep. There's consequences for everything, and sometimes, I mean, I, you know, the truth is, being real, the consequence sometimes can be fatal. Yeah, it can be. It sure can. Yeah. And aggressiveness, it is hard for you to have loyal supporters in your world. Right. If you are an aggressive person and you constantly present that way, you may not have any real, real ride or dies or loyal people in your circle. You might have a bunch of people in there who are afraid of you. Right. People will start to drop off, drop out, drop out of your circle, you know, and you might find yourself alone when you're looking for people to back you up. You know, they do this in sitcoms, like the person turns around and there's no one behind them. Yep. 
be careful. Yep. You might or, end up being that person. You know, another thing, since you bring up movies, my favorite moment, and this they, they, they do this all the time. We just saw this in, in the third Equalizer, mm. where the aggressor is, is surrounded by all the people mm. yes. that they have been pushing yeah. around who right. all of a sudden join together. Right. Not feeling so big now, huh? Yeah. Throw you out of power yeah. real quick. <laughs> yeah. Real quick. Because you have no loyal supporters. Right. Only people who are afraid of you. Right. So... I just want to pose, so like the first thing I really want to pose is just to to really show you how assertiveness can be a good alternative to aggressiveness because there is a way to be direct without being a devil. Right, right. <laughs> I like I like the term being direct. Yes. Yeah. And it doesn't involve just meanness. You don't got to be mean. You don't got to mm-hmm. be an a-hole. You don't got to be a D. You don't got to be any of those words that describe no. someone who's mean. <laughs> no. And when you're aggressive, everyone feels your hostility, whether it's directed at them or not. When you're recounting a story, that person, that person, whether there's times where, you know, if I'm in traffic, well, if I'm in traffic and I come home and I drop in Don's lap, my frustration. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you can feel my hostility. Oh, yeah. Whether it was directed you directed at you or not, you can feel it. Right. The energy. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And. There are not too many positive things that come from that. <laughs> no, no. It, 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 here's the thing. So like it can, you know, especially when you're in a household, you know, they, you can throw off the energy in your house. Yep. Sure um, you really can. And I've, you know, this is something that I've become more conscious of. And I think we both have mm-hmm. um, become more conscious of in our adult lives. So like, okay, we need, we need to be more conscious of this. Yep. Now, assertive behavior actually has positive consequences. And we don't usually talk about consequences in a positive way. Consequences basically just mean this is the result of mm-hmm. a cause and effect. Yeah. When you're assertive, good things can happen, such as people actually just respect you. Right. They believe right. that you can be, that you you are an elite, a leader and you can lead in a positive manner. Yes. Yeah. Um, it does not take a what they say iron fist yeah no you don't have to rule with an iron fist you can be assertive you can be direct and and still remain calm and people respect you absolutely an assertive behavior actually can enhance your relationships and diffuse uncomfortable situations because when you're assertive you're actually stating exactly what you want Mm -hmm. without any demands placed on a person Mm -hmm. You're not upsetting people. You're not taking advantage of them. Right. You're not being manipulative. Right. You just, I need, that's it. Right. How simple is that? You're not trying to get what you want through fear. Nope. Yeah. Yeah. Aggressive behavior actually has a selfish motivation. This is all about serving yourself. And even though being assertive is about getting your needs met, but there is just something more sinister, the motivation. Right. Behind being aggressive. Right. When you act aggressively, you have only your own interests in mind. When you're being assertive, you're considering others, Mm. you know, how they are receiving the information. Right. This lack of consideration also means that you don't respect the people that you're aggressing over. Mm -hmm. You see them as below you. Mm -hmm. And your objective basically is based on your ego. And the only thing in that moment is what's relevant to you and your needs. Mm. So you don't care what the other person has going on. Yeah. You don't care. And, and, and even aggressiveness may not even sound what we traditionally understand as aggressiveness. 
manipulation in and of itself is an aggression. Oh, wow. Yeah. And we've been doing this since we've been able to communicate. A two-year-old toddlers are good at this. They sure are. Yep. They may not know that's what they're doing. Nah. But event they learn very quickly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I remember, like, I, I can't remember if it was Amira or Maya. Instead of open, they would say, oh. Uh, and no, it was Amira because mm-hmm. Amira used to like to take off the, the little plastic thing that would keep her sippy cups from dripping. Mm. And she would bring me her sippy cup. Ope, right. Ope. And I'd be like, no, because I already knew what she was going to do. Take what that she little about. gasket out of it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Don't take that out because you know she's going to pour her juice all over the place. Yeah. So, no. Ope, no. She would throw that cup. Oh! <laughs> 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 These are things we, you know, and you can think of other, if you look at toddlers and their behavior, you think about, we do this as adults. Right, right. And it's interesting because there's, there's, there's a little experiment here. There's a learned behavior, right? So if mm-hmm. you react to that mm-hmm. and you give the toddler what they want, mm-hmm. they know now this is how I get a response out of you. Yep, yeah. exactly. <laughs> and we carry that on throughout life. Right. And right. those behaviors, they just they they just grow and they evolve to look a little different. Mm-hmm. But that manipulation is there. On the flip side of that, when we're assertive and we're considering others, we're taking to the account into account the impact of our words mm. and behavior on other people. We're thinking about, um, and I believe we mentioned this in another podcast. We're considering what this other person has going on, and we're also giving them the opportunity to decline. Yeah. Right. Hey, I have this need, but I recognize you got a life too. Mm-hmm. Some jobs don't understand that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and as kindly as they put it in the email, I recognize that you, you know, you need a work-life balance mm-hmm. and they keep going mm-hmm. and still asking you for stuff while they're recognized. And right, clearly right. you did not. I'm going to need you to come in on Saturday. And that's a, uh, <laughs> no. And assertiveness in a situation like this. And let me give you a, a really good example because I've actually done this and not with a, a recent thing, but this was years ago. I decided one time that I was going to stay late to help out. Yeah. And the next day, that same person who I helped out expected me to do it again. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah. They're like, well, well, what do you mean you're not going to stay? Well, this isn't done. We need to have this done by now. Right. Uh, and my response to that was, I stayed late, late yesterday. I'm not doing that today. Well, what are we going to do? We're short staffed. My answer to that in a most assertive fashion, I empathize with our limited staffing Mm -hmm. but it is also i am also not the solution right to the short staffing issue right Right. i get off at five right um and that's perfectly fine because my friends who could fault you stop doing that let them know and when when you begin to assert those boundaries for yourself people will stop asking you right to do those things i tell that to amira all the time Amira's yeah. always doing overtime. It's she just, is. I don't want to do People it. People take her shift. Yeah, yeah. 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 Stop doing it. Yeah. There's I, a way, the way that, and what you just did was you gave a perfect example of how to be assertive. Yes. And to get your point across. And hey, you know, I'm not doing this. I'm yeah. not the solution to your problem. You didn't curse anybody out. Nope. You didn't, you know, uh, teeter on the edge of losing your job. No, I didn't. <laughs> and, who, and, you know, and the, the thing is, someone may look at that as not being a team player. Mm-hmm. Not my problem. Yeah, no, no, it's not. Not at all. They can say what they want to say when I walk out the door about me. They can say what they want to say while I'm looking at them. Right. At the end of the day, that radical acceptance piece, mm-hmm. what I recognize about myself and my limitations, if I'm overworked, mm-hmm. 
the quality of my work falters. I hate my job. Right. And here's the th- here's the thing, too. There's a lot of people that feel like it's it's hard, right? Because they feel like, OK, the responsibility is on them. But you have to understand the work is going to get done. It's going to get done. Whether you're there or not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and recognize again at your level, depending on what level you are it, at that time, I wasn't even a middle management. I was right. a worker bee. Right, right. Your level, it is not your responsibility right. to fix the staffing issue. Right. This is another important thing here. This is after you have worked your allotted eight hours. Yes. This is not no. at lunchtime. Oh, I'm going home. <laughs> no. I'm going home. Everybody else ain't here. I'm leaving. Yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> this is not one. This is your nine to five. You have <laughs> right. worked your or right. whatever your schedule you were there for. Right. Here's the other thing, too. And I've been in this situation. Danielle, you've been in, in leadership mm-hmm. positions. And I, we both have where I will never ask people that work for me. Mm-hmm. to do something that I'm not willing to do. 100%. So if I know you have stuff you have to do, like I said, it's going to get done. And if that means I have to stay yep. back and do it, that's what I'm doing. Yep. But again, you are taking a moment to ask yourself how the other person is likely to feel or behave as a consequence of your actions. Mm-hmm. That's what assertiveness does. So with all of that said, assertiveness is almost always, almost always, okay? Mm-hmm a better alternative to being aggressive. So here are some strategies to harness the power of assertiveness in your daily life. Number one, be honest and respectful when communicating your needs and intentions. Yeah. That means we are removing the manipulation piece. Yeah. We're lying is not being assertive. It is disrespect is not being assertive, but honesty and respectfulness and communication is. Mm. Assertiveness, it it comes off as just, again, that direct honesty, Mm -hmm. politeness. Number two, take responsibility for communicating your needs. People can't read your mind. Nope. No matter how close you are, no matter how bonded or enmeshed or whatever you feel, (laughs) this person is my person. You have a symbiotic relationship. (laughs) We have synergy. We are, we are, our energies are entwined. Right. Whatever language you want to put to this person, understand they are not mind readers. Well, you just should have known. You should have known that I needed that. No. Yeah. No, yeah. they don't. So when you are assertive, you are upfront with your wants and needs and you take responsibility for that part of your life and avoid making others res- responsible for that. Right. That also means being responsible for your own needs. Don't blame someone that, like, again, I'm, I'm going to keep bringing up work because this is usually where this shows up. I've been sitting at my computer all day and I haven't gotten up and had lunch. Um, <laughs> yeah. Mm, so who stopped you? Who's, were you chained to your desk? Right. <laughs> right. I mean, there's probably cases like I'm not I'm not discounting like sweatshops and stuff like that. I'm talking yeah, for about, sure, for like, sure. you know, yeah. here in the states where you got your nine to five. Right. And if you decide it to and there are laws much, that allow you to have plenty of laws. Yeah. If you need them, I will give them to you. Those are your responsibilities. Mm-hmm. If no one comes in and says, hey, such and such, go take a lunch. It is your responsibility to go take your lunch, to get up, to go and get some water, to take your bathroom breaks, do all that. You're right. responsible for your needs and you are responsible for expressing those needs. Right. Right. Okay. Another side of being realistic, though, is if you are behind on your work and it is <laughs> your too. doing. That too. Then you may need to put in that extra time. Yep. 
And it's not okay to complain. Oh, I couldn't take a lunch. Well, you couldn't get this done because you were lollygagging or whatever. Yep. The last two shifts. Yep. So it's, it's be realistic and be honest with yourself. That too, that honesty, yeah. you know, um, and that self-reflection piece. What part of this is your role? And that doesn't mean that you can't be assertive and asking for help if there's someone willing to help you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Hey, like I, there's been times where I've had to fall on my sword and ask for help. Hey, I screwed this up. Mm-hmm. If anyone is available to help me with this, I'd appreciate it. But I'm not demanding or expecting it. Right. A hundred percent. Because I take responsibility for my stuff. Right. Number three, consider the impact of your behavior and your words on others. Mm. This is with everything. Before taking action action and opening your mouth, consider what that impact is on others. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, usually people don't. They don't, right? (laughs) Just like, let's stop. And this isn't to say that your needs aren't important but other people's needs are important, right, right? Right. We live in Colorado. The weather is wonky. It is. It's ridiculous. And I try my hardest to not use DoorDash in bad weather. <laughs> you know, it's interesting because I, we both are that way. Like we yes. worry about someone we don't even know putting their life on the line to bring us something. Yes. You know, and yes. a lot of people don't. Probably. I, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, but I know for me that is a factor yeah. and I've been sick. And mm-hmm. so if yeah. I cannot drive and I actually need something and I have it in my my ability, I will tip the driver a lot more than normal because right. I am very much concerned about, you know, what that drive is like for them. For sure. For sure. Not everyone has that luxury, but these are things that I consider mm-hmm. about my what how my actions impact others and how yeah. my needs yeah. may encroach on someone else's needs. Yeah, it's a domino effect. I think, you know, if it's if, if everyone is giving a little consideration, mm-hmm. it makes all of our lives that much better. Yeah. And is that something that can wait? Is it an actual need right now? Right. Or can I hold off on this? Right. You know, I'm good for when it pops in my head. Wow, I need to do this right now. Who can help me with it? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like like Mother Hen. Will you help me with this? Will you help me with this? I think I did that to you with my TV. Uh, like, hey, are you going to put that up in my office? Are you going to put the TV, oh, it, in my yeah. TV in my office? Did I really need a TV in my office? Nope. Nope. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> Number four. This one, um, I want you all to just like cons- consider this. Speak up when people behave poorly. Hmm. And I'm going to give you a situation where this happened and I felt in that moment. Now, I don't want everyone out there to put on a cape and become a superhero and <laughs> save everyone and be like, oh, my gosh, how dare you speak to them that way? <laughs> um, but I will tell you a situation. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. We have our dog, Nola, who has to be groomed um, mm-hmm. or else she looks like a muddy mop mess and she <laughs> smells weird. So we, you know, I, we were taking her to the I actually was taking her to the groomer um, and her groomer was running late. And I happened to be sitting there with Nola and there's a, a vet, right? Like they share a, a space. So the this guy was bringing in his cat to get a, it seemed like, cause you know me, I'm nosy. I mind people business anyway. <laughs> seemed like he wanted his cat's uh, claws clipped. That particular location did not clip cat claws. And the young lady, it looked like she was a vet tech, was trying to explain this to this to this gentleman. And he got very aggressive 
and irate. Mm. Screamed in her face, got very close. His finger was so close to her face that I'm pretty sure she could have felt it moving. Goodness. And every time she would try to explain policy, he would basically tell her, you don't tell me. You don't tell me. I could see by her body language like she was going to break down. She actually turned around, went through the door and her manager came out, which then the gentleman's entire demeanor changed. He was very well composed. You wouldn't have known he just got done berating and screaming at this young woman and basically told the manager that the young lady was very rude to him, that she would not let him speak Mm. and that did not tell him the policy, because the manager obviously reiterated that the policy at that location, he did not do cat claws. He was just night and day. Oh my gosh, she did not tell me that policy. All lies. He grabbed his little cat and the carrier walked out. I walked to the manager and I spoke with her. I said, excuse me. I sat here and I witnessed the whole thing. And I was just like, he... He was harassing her. He was screaming at her. And I told her, and I was like, you might want to go check with, on her because she did not look okay. Mm. She went in, talked with her, came back out to me, and she thanked me. The young woman was not okay. But that was a moment where I felt that it was best that I intervened in that. Um, did I interact with an angry man screaming at that young woman no i mm. did not because right, right. <laughs> that would that would have made the situation bigger right and i don't think that would have helped her i also felt knowing me i know if i had gotten an interaction with this man that it wouldn't have been good for me or him because i know how i am mm-hmm. assertive people call people out on their bad behavior well not out call people forward mm. or call situations forward right. that are not okay and that was so so with that in mind understand that if someone either is treating you poorly or treating someone else poorly mm-hmm. it is okay to call attention to that behavior and to let if, if this is you let them know you don't appreciate this behavior right. as well right if this is someone else, um, if you are witnessing a cash a cashier, if this is like one of those, and I hate this because I have two friends who are Karens and I wish we could find another name or something. Like mm. someone who is being incredibly rude and demeaning to someone in the service industry, mm-hmm. excuse me, like this person's doing the best that they can. Right. You know, without making the, the situation bigger. If this is you, I've worked in customer service before. Mm-hmm. I've had people berate me. And there yep. are times where I'm not willing to be abused. Yeah. And if you work in customer service, it's not okay to speak to me. I recognize you have needs, but yeah. you can't speak to me like this. Right. There was a, um, I was a telemarketer. You know this when yeah, we were in college. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I was on the receiving end mm-hmm. of, you know, some of these people just... It was horrible. But that gave me a newfound respect for telemarketers. Yep. I get it. And I'm never rude to them. You know, sometimes I'll listen to them when I don't need to listen to them. Yeah. You know, when I don't have time. And then other times I'll politely say, you know, no, it just, you know, take me off the calling list. Yep. Um, But I I don't do what a lot of people do. No. I've got stories. Yeah. There's lots of stories. (laughs) If you've worked in the service industry, if you have been a server... (laughs) <laughs> yeah. If if like, I have seen some oh and if you are witnessing a loved one or a friend of yours yeah. who is mistreating someone speak up yeah maybe yeah. not if maybe pull that like call that person for pull them aside hey I, this is frustrating right. 
but we don't, you know, this isn't you. Yeah. So I had to have a conversation um, in the company I work at now because we have people that do our janitorial service, Mm -hmm. you know, Um, and I found out this is months back that um, certain individuals were uh, speaking down to them, purposely making things messy, just because they were treating them like they were beneath us. Yeah. And I'm like, that's not okay. No, it's not. Um, You know, so I had a conversation with management. So that stopped. Yeah. Um, Because it's they are not beneath you because they clean the toilets or they pick up your trash. Nope. What would you do without them? Exactly. Exactly. The the next time you and not you specifically, but I'm saying you all out there in, in podcast land, you know, the next time you feel the need or that you are above someone else because you get paid more or because your position is over theirs or seemingly over theirs. Stop and think what you would, what it would be like if you didn't have that person there. If you didn't have janitorial staff taking out your trash and keeping your bathrooms clean, are you going to do it? Yeah. Guess what? It will fall to you. Right. I was when I was a, a a brand new hairdresser and they didn't have janitorial staff at the shop I was at. Guess who cleaned them toilets? Get like we did. Right. Right. So right. recognize budget cuts can happen anytime. Exactly. <laughs> and then COVID showed us that none of us are immune from right. being knocked down that ladder. Right. You could be on the top and then yes. anything can happen. Yes. And before you know it, you serve in somebody else. You are not so far above anyone and that, that does not give you a right to be aggressive or demeaning to someone else because of their position. For sure. When you call attention to this behavior, you want to do two things. Number one, I don't appreciate this. Mm. Number two, I'm not going to tolerate it. Now, whether you use the word tolerate or not, and sometimes when you say this, the person will become more irate. Right. My favorite thing is remembering that when I'm on a phone and somebody is screaming at me, Mm -hmm. I don't have to listen to it. There you go. There's an end, end call that happens. It takes two people to argue. If I'm in person with a person, I will just turn around and walk away. The best thing you can do is turn your back because behaviorally, innately, what we know, and, and you'll see even animals do this, and we all have it in us too. When someone turns their back on you, they are done. That is a signal, and you understand that very clearly. That is a universal signal. I am done with this interaction. I am. It's over. To wrap this up, Many people find it uncomfortable to be assertive. They believe it's impolite or selfish just to make your needs known, but it actually keeps you from being rude. And it keeps you out of that space of resentment and that, you know, your needs aren't being met. So just plainly stating your needs actually prevents people close to you from suffering (laughs) from your aggressiveness. (laughs) Because what we don't want you to do is to forego your needs and to be quiet and keep it bottled in because eventually that top, like like a cork, it burst. And everything comes pouring out and it comes pouring out onto everyone around you. Yes, and usually at the wrong time. Wrong time. And then you bring up stuff that don't make no sense. You don't stay on topic. And everybody's like, WTF. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) And you probably end up not getting the point across you wanted to get across to begin with. Nope. Nope. And it's just a messy, messy, messy situation. Right. And many aggressive people as a former or as a, I don't want to say as a recovering aggressor, (laughs) (laughs) there is a fear of being rejected, I think, Mm. 
beneath the surface okay. of that aggressiveness. Gotcha. That fear that your needs won't be met and the only way to get them met is to is to, 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 to like just push, push and right. manipulate and I have to have this done. Mm. And I've been guilty of saying, dang, when I was a B, right. everything got done. Mm. It didn't mean that, I could tell you also what happened, when I was a B, I didn't have very many friends. Right. I, right. I always Everything was worried got about done, the comeback. But what was the repercussions of that? I was by myself. Exactly. Yeah. And it didn't matter. If you believe that you'll have better luck by intimidating others and getting what you want, I promise you, you won't. Mm-hmm. And there will always be a target on your back. Mm-hmm. It's not easy. While it's not easy being assertive, it is the best option for almost every situation. And letting other people know what they can do to make you happy also makes others happy. Mm. How many times have we asked the kids to give us their Christmas list? (laughs) We must have the only kids on the planet, but we got a big, can you make a list of stuff for us to buy you? I know, I know. (laughs) Well, I mean, I think we, we both got to the point where, you know what? No list. We'll just be staring at a tree. I don't mind that. Yeah, me neither. As long as we have Christmas <laughs> breakfast like we do every yeah, year. Yeah, I'm good. I enjoy the tradition. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All that said to say, speak up for yourself. Show the world that not only can you say, state your needs, but you respect others. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the same will be given back to you. Right. All right, family. Let me give you your quote for today. Your mental health is a priority. Your happiness is an essential. Self-care is a necessity. All right, family. You are worthy, you are valued, and you are loved. Peace. Peace.